0: Welcome, welcome. It's your boy Terrence Owens with Cover Forward the Guys as your host this week. I got Marquise. How you feeling today?
1: I'm straight, bro. straight, straight, straight. Ready to go.
2: Hey, Nick, that boy, uh, uh, Florida resident now. How you, how you feeling? Feeling good. I apologize for my absence last week. I was going through a move. It was a little difficult for me to get on the, uh, the podcast, but I'm back and we're ready to roll.
1: Bro, hold on. J J is a Florida resident again. He probably ain't never even changed his ID. Let's be honest.
2: Oh no, hey, I still that's got that's a ID. I'm i um, low-key pissed. I gotta change back and uh, re-register <laughs> my car, all that.
0: Hey, I you know, uh, y'all know I'm a Carolina resident now, and I recently just got
2: my driver's license everything. The first two years I was, I was in Georgia, I didn't change.
1: Bro, Terrence yeah, been, been in two different states and ain't changed his ID until just
0: recently. I've been rocking that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been rocking it forever. So we're going to get into this uh, first quarter news segment. Uh, first and foremost, we'd like to tip our hats to the class of 21 Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, so first and foremost, we would like to start off with that. Now we're going to get into some news here. Uh, so the Colts make Darius Leonard the top paid inside linebacker with a 99.25 million dollar contract. How y'all feel about that?
1: Uh, he's Mr. Consistent. Honestly, he's probably no lie outside linebacker. Speaking wise, he's probably the best outside linebacker to cover a tight end in the league currently because people bring up his sack numbers, not being too high. But would you rather him sack the quarterback or guard the tight? Like, it's weird. Do you if he can't, he doesn't get to the quarterback in time. The quarterback's going to throw to the tight end and tight ends are destroying the league right now. So. I'm putting them on the tight end.
0: Honestly, tight ends are a, a, a mismatch. Honestly, if you look at it, a tight end, is a mismatch.
1: It's a nightmare yeah. every which way around. Like, if your free safety, strong safety ain't big enough, they can't stick them. Like, they might be fast enough to stay with them, but they can't guard them. And then you got, like, it's just a terrible matchup all the way around. <laughs> I just.
0: It. What do you feel about Darius Leonard?
2: I mean, I agree, you know, best of best of ability is availability. You know what they say? And like a lot. And nowadays, you know, so people are so athletic that it's really hard to maintain that level of physicality and availability. You know, he's one of those guys that comes in every week and is ready to rumble. And like Marquis said, you know, the tight end position is outside of people like George Kittle, Mark Andrews, like it's almost like just the biggest slot receiver you've ever seen. And the mm-hmm. fact that these guys are now also running like four four and four five forties, you need a linebacker who can maintain that and have the feet to run routes alongside those guys. And he's one of the ones that can get it done on a daily basis. When you're, I know they're not in the same division, but when you're in a conference that's guaranteed, if you make the playoffs, you got to see, you know, Travis Kelsey every single year. Like it's gonna be a wrap if you don't got somebody that can match up with that week to week. Oh, definitely. I mean, I
0: definitely agree. Couldn't agree with y'all even more like he's definitely like to say one of the more consistent linebackers in the game, uh, whether it's, you know, defending the run or the pass. So, and like you said, he's been available. So for a guy to produce as much as he has and to stay healthy and consistent, you know, year in and year out, I mean, honestly, you can't do nothing. You got to pay that man. You don't want him to go anywhere else. Cause like you said, to be able to cover, these tight ends in today's age is definitely uh, – it's a hard task. So, for him to be able to do that, be able to be, you know, uh, pretty good in the run in the run game and everything, I mean, you got to pay that man. There's no way you don't pay that man. You, you
1: know what I think they – like the Colts realize is from this free agency why they didn't make a big splash like everybody wanted them to at like other positions? They got to play Quentin Nelson. I think they just paid Quentin Nelson. I could be wrong. They just played – Darius Leonard, like they had mm-hmm. home, they had talent on the team. They still had to pay. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's another reason why they probably didn't splash as a much.
0: Carson's contract, you know.
1: Exactly, and Kellen Moore. People forget Kellen Moore only five nine, bro, at corner, destroying people. I think he's five ten, but he's he's not a big corner.
0: <laughs> like what? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing at that point is honestly just trying to keep the band together. It wasn't like they had a bad team last year, if you honestly you want to think about it. I mean, they had a pretty good team, so at the day, it's more about, you know, keeping your pieces. Obviously, you want to keep the guys that are your franchise guys. You want to keep them happy, so you want to keep them well-fed, well-paid, everything. So you're going to do what you can, keep those t- type of guys for sure. And, you know, it's honestly something that I feel like they had to do. Um, Moving on here, we want to offer our condolences to the family and friends of uh, Coach Bowden, uh, also St. Bobby. Uh, I mean, for him, transforming FSU into an NFL factory um, is something that, you know, he did while he was a coach. And, you know, he's very well respected throughout the collegiate game. And just globally, I feel like, you know, he's a coach that is very well respected, so. Anything that y'all got to add to you know how you felt about him? I'll let you go first, Nick.
2: Yeah, you know I'm obviously a, a big FSU fan. You know, FSU had to go through some dark days. So early on in Bobby Bowden's career, he often would have schedules built like this, where if they played eleven games, they would have like seven away games up, up against teams like Notre Dame, up against teams like Georgia Tech. Back when Georgia Tech was a you know a powerhouse, um, Miami. Where they had to play teams that were very, very dominant and they were willing to go out there and get smacked 35 to three. So that way they could build that program from the ground up. He knew he took a risk that not a lot of people are willing to do. And college football, a lot of times, you know, they look for the easy way out to get viewership, you know, like where yeah, for sure, for sure. you'll you'll play a lesser talent in week one. And the equivalent would be like, you know, a smaller school being like, all right, let's play Alabama week one. Let's play Clemson week two. Let's play Ohio State week three, just so we can gauge ourselves. You know, we're not necessarily worried about wins and losses. We're worried about gauging our team. Um, Also, you know, over the weekend when they were talking about when he died, one of my favorite quotes was that he said, uh, you know, I wasn't necessarily worried about how good of football players they were. I was worried about whether or not they were better men after they left my program.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's honestly major. I mean, I'm a Miami fan, you know, so I don't really like Florida the state. state at <laughs> all. But, you know, I'm going to give I'm gonna gonna this flower. He's definitely a great coach. Helped that program huge. Like, people forget there was a time where, like, the talent in Florida, like, you see it now because all these dudes are going out of state and stuff. But there was a time where, like, the talent stayed in the state of Florida. So, you really got to see how good, like, these Gators team in Florida State, like, University of Miami, like, these teams were keeping the talent. Now I wish, like, it could go back to that, like how it was back in the day. But, like, he had – he like Nick said, he turned Florida State around because he didn't – it wasn't great when he got it. he made it sure. great.
0: For sure. And, you know, we split house here. We got hurricanes. We got the signals, and We got the So
1: you know We all over um, the – You know, we,
2: we all definitely very uh, much. Respect, we could have right? a pretty good uh, college football podcast. Oh, you know, man. I never oh. thought about that. Over oh. No we, yeah. cause does, <laughs> no, we won't, because Miami does... No, we won't.
1: Miami does this shit, bro. We'll be undefeated, play a ranked team, and lose. It's crazy. Hey, listen, no, we won't. we
0: not us to be that good this year either,
2: so we, you know, we're going we to so, prove a lot of people yeah. wrong. We yeah, it. we... FSU is yeah. still moving through the dark days. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. We're going we we to, to we gonna
1: gonna gonna leave the college alone. Definitely.
0: Right. <laughs> so, um, moving on here, we got some some other big news. Uh, we got... Zayvon Howard getting his contract restructured with the Dolphins. How big do y'all think that is for them?
1: Uh, to, it's huge for the Dolphins because one, they're in the AFC. Two, it's a passion league. Three, he's the best ball hogging corner in the league. And I, yes, I'm putting him over Marcus Peters. This man, he ball hogs. He's gonna catch everything. He's a top ten corner right now. If you would have had to trade him, like it. I don't think it would have been in your best interest, like Definitely to trade not. him at all. Like maybe you would have got some draft picks. You wouldn't have got a quarterback like you probably need because you don't know what you want to do with Tua. So
0: I mean I he don't got know. Kobe Brissett is back backup, but I think trading him, I don't think he's gonna get back an equivalent type of player either. Cause if you look at it, like the type of player that he's been, he's outplayed his contract. And for him to get traded, hypothetically. And have Byron Jones as your number one cornerback? I don't know about that one.
2: Yeah, this is kind of like a fringe season for the uh, for the Dolphins. You know, we don't really know what to expect. You know, Tua could either break out or he could be brittle, and we see Jacoby Brissett. And even though I feel like, you know, that's a solid backup, Definitely. losing that key piece on defense really could be, like, on a week-to-week basis, something that could really mess you up. Like, you got to face Stefan Diggs twice a year. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to – and I don't think anyone can necessarily match up with him, but if anyone's going to, and especially in that division, it's Xavier Howard. So, it really was not looking good. As fun as it was with all the blockbuster news we've had over the couple weeks, I mean, there's no way you can let someone like him go. So, I'm glad they were able to do something to keep him in Miami and, uh, you know, keep the key piece of that defense.
0: Definitely, for sure. Because, I mean, he, he's definitely uh, a differential – a difference maker on that on that defense. So, you know, they definitely need to keep that man happy, and keep him home and you know, hopefully, I mean, they made him happy boosting up, you know, his contract this year and putting him on a one-year deal this year and you know, making him one of the highest paid corners. So
1: Regardless, Brian Jones should have been paid more than him anyway. So
0: Yeah.
1: That's- I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. I would if I'm him, I would have been pissed too. One, you just brought somebody in and paid them more than me. And two, I'm definitely better than him. I'm a dog. <laughs> Bro, By- what did Byron Jones do? That one year on the couch, the boys? I
0: mean, it wasn't even like he was
1: like. Bro, people don't think about this. Look at who these corners line up against. Like, I would be really wanting to tell fans that, like, look at who your top corner is having to cover. And then you tell me if it's good comp. Like, mm-hmm. look at, within the division who they see twice a year. And be like, okay, all right, let's be realistic. He ain't having to guard anybody.
0: It's crazy that you put him, like you said, against Stephon Diggs twice a year. And then you got Byron Jones making more than him. Yep. I'm like, bro, come on now. Get out of here with
1: that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, he had a reason to be upset. Like, what?
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I would have been just as mad as him. Maybe even madder <laughs> That's mm-hmm.
1: a that's a great that's a crazy topic, though, because the mm-hmm. Seahawks are running into that issue. Like, are they about to p- make Jamal Adams the highest paid? When like they've had Bobby this whole time, like you know what I mean? Like
0: there's that's a big question. That's rough. That's a that's definitely a big question. I mean, they definitely still have a lot of holes to fill. So honestly, you don't want to overpay for this man because I mean, how much of a difference is he really making? It's not like I don't know. I mean,
1: <laughs> Adam is making a difference, but I just feel he like does. how Howard like thought of it. Like when you bring somebody in and say they're not better than the per- the people you have already there to make them, like, the highest paid or higher, like, more paid than the people already there, it's kind of like a slap in the face in a way. Yeah, definitely. Like, like if you're the best wide receiver and I come in, I'm just a slot receiver and I'm average, but I get paid more than what you should make, you're going to be like, whoa, wait, no.
0: Oh, yeah, we got a problem here. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely got a problem if that was the case. (laughs) So, moving on here, we we do have uh, big news for your Ravens. So, got Lamar coming back as well as Ronnie Stanley. So, Keith, give us your insight on how big of a deal that is for you guys.
2: Oh, uh,
1: Stanley coming back, huge, because our offensive line is probably dog shit if he ain't there. So, (laughs) him coming back is big. Lamar coming back from COVID for the second time. I know people are making a big deal about it. listen – I think he should get the vaccine, but it is his body, his choice. All right. Yeah. So if he chooses not to get the vaccine, that's on him. Do I think it'd be safer if he did? Yes. But I ain't about to force this man to get the vaccine.
2: Yeah. How, how you but, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I last podcast I was on, I, I, I spilled my guts on how I felt about that. Um, what I will say about the players is, yeah, I agree with Marquise. It's their body, their choice. Uh, What I'll say in their defense of the ones that don't want to get the vaccine, I feel like the NFL every week has failed them for not pouring more money into educating the players on what exactly is going on. There's a lot of misinformation that is spread from political minds. There's a lot of misinformation spread across social media. We know that we are in the age of social media and that a lot of these players consume most of their media through those uh, valves. So please, NFL, at some point, hold some seminars for your teams and prove that you really do care about their well-being and they're not just money machines for you because that's the feeling that I get when I see every week that these players have the opinions that they hold and it's clearly coming from you know more of a they're questioning is this legitimate because we get lied to by politicians every week every day so mm-hmm. when all we're getting from on medicine which should be coming from scientists is politicians that's why they question what we're questioning. And if the NFL really, really cared about their players, it would come out and educate their players. Oh, it's, def- yeah. it's
1: definitely a money grab. Because I'm about to go watch the Dolphins play the Ravens in a full stadium with a mask on. You think it wouldn't be a full stadium? I'm just saying, like, you think it would be, like, 75%? No, I mean,
0: but you got to think about it, Keith. Like you say, it's, it's at this point, it's just all about money. They took a hit last
2: year and I'm like, oh, no, we can't do this again. This can't happen. So I would they really didn't because it didn't really pop off till after the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and they got to sit back and watch other leagues deal with it. The like,
2: NBA, they watched the NBA. What did the NBA do? And all the money the NBA lost.
1: I would have paid an extra two hundred dollars to be in like a 50% cap of a stadium for so. Sure.
0: Oh right.
1: Like I, I would have they were like, Hey, we're gonna only hold 50%. If you would have to pay, I think I paid like two something for my tickets, so I would have to pay four. I still would have did it because I ain't never seen the Ravens play like live, so I still would have paid for it.
2: So yeah, I agree, and I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to Lambeau later this year, and like that's one of my bucket list stadiums to visit. You know, that's like football lore, so I would pay The dollar amount doesn't matter to go to a situation like that. Like they need exactly. to play safer. I mean, safety I mean, matters, y'all, even more. I mean, they,
0: they definitely got to do a, a better job, and more than just COVID, like it is, you know, health, you know, is as a whole, honestly, like you look at it, like from a CTE standpoint, from, you know, players, um, you know, like they start developing them symptoms or whether it's, you know, domestic type of things, they yeah. just honestly have to start investing more in them as a whole. And just like we said about Bobby Bowden, just making sure outside of These white lines. You are a great man as well, because at the end of the day, we're providing you with generational wealth type money. So, same thing along with that, we got to provide them with more financial literacy. Things like, you know, helping them. Okay, you got this money. You need to be investing in real estate. You need to be, you know, putting this. Maybe, you know, you don't have to make them do it, but obviously, but obviously, teach them about stock market. Teach them about all these type of things. Just going to keep their money working for them although they're making a ton of money but okay I can make my money work for me even when for me it's time to retire I've done more than I you know can or more than I should have maybe to keep that generation of wealth just trickling down and yeah I feel like it, it just has to be a lot more done for them on a personal level
1: I feel like the players are more conscious on their money, though. Marlon Humphreys brought it up. Like, he started to see – I think he tweeted a couple months ago. that mm-hmm. like, he's realizing players aren't buying, like, these huge houses anymore. Like, they're kind of, like, doing more with their money. Like, so, even, nice. even him, he, like – uh he lives in a trailer right now. He's getting his house built. I remember watching it, like, on YouTube. He bought, mm-hmm. like, land. Like, I'm talking, like, 200 acres type land. Yeah. And he's just chilling. And he's, like, a huge country boy. Like, he's chilling.
0: <laughs> so, my thing is, it's just like, okay – you got these people buying these mansions and stuff like that. Like, okay, why do I need 10, 11, 12 bedrooms? 20. Right. It's like them by themselves, and they got 10 why? bedrooms. Yeah. <laughs> why do you need that big of a house? You're not even going to use majority of the space, but you have to clean it. You have to take care of it. You know, utilities, maintenance. Why? It's not cheap on something that big. Like,
1: I'm close to getting a tiny house, big dog. Them <laughs> shits is amazing. <laughs> hey, Jeff
0: them shit is. $1,000 house, ain't it? A little but small, little
1: tiny house, right? Them shit is amazing. I done stayed in three of them in Airbnbs. I'm letting you know. Jeff
0: amazing. Bezos got a little small, tiny
1: house, like a $50,000 house? probably got 10 houses, let's be honest.
2: I mean... Yo, Jeff Bezos' dog bed. Go look up how much his dog bed costs. I don't even want to know. Let's get this bro, shit he, rolling. Collaborated with I don't even want to know. With <laughs> Bentley, bro. To I'm make telling his dog you, bed. i think I think
0: he live in like a, a tiny house, $50,000, but... Moving on, we're going to move on to the uh, Michael Thomas saga continuing. So what do you think he meant by what he's put on social media? He said, they tried to damage your reputation. You saved theirs by not telling your side of the story. So how big is that? What do you think he might be implying, Keith? What do you think he might be implying? Uh,
1: I think it's to go with, like, you know how – kind of how Kawhi left the Spurs with the whole injury thing. Uh-huh. I feel like maybe it has something to do with his injury or, like, maybe even more to the scenes behind it. I mean, I just honestly, other than his tweet, I feel like they're being kind of childish. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: Like Both I, so.
1: Yeah, because the way Sean Payton went out him in that interview, I feel like was, like, excessive. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I've beefed with coaches. Like, I've argued with Coach D, and I love that, man. Boy, I done gotten to it with him in practice. But I ain't <laughs> never gone out and told nobody, like, any, like, negative thing about him. or.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just feel like it's too much, and they probably could have had that conversation face-to-face or, like, you you required him to come in to talk to him. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for
1: sure. But I feel like it. there does become a point where – shit gets escalated too far and you're getting disrespected so much
0: mm-hmm. that you
1: probably can't fix it. So I feel like that tweet is probably hinted at like, Hey, like I didn't been getting disrespected and I'm not like, ain't nothing to fix probably at this point.
2: Wait, what do you think? Nick? <laughs> I mean, I agree with what he said. I think it's kind of like he was, it almost sounds like he was saying, like, I was asked not to say anything.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
2: didn't. And by doing that, I've saved the saints organization and now I'm being I'm being dragged through the mud because now if I if I bring some shit up from, you know, eight months ago, now I look like a like, yeah, I know you want to get into it, but now I look like a diva. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, I might have segued <laughs> you there, but yeah, um, but that's what it sounds like <laughs> to me is like, oh, I was asked, don't say this, don't say that. And I was loyal to the team and I said, OK, cool, I won't. And now that, you know, people are asking, where are you? Why aren't you doing X, Y and Z? Mm-hmm. Now that I'm bringing up my issues with the whole situation, now it's a problem. And then it's well, that's old news. W- why are you bringing it up now? So I was could, asked not to bring it up, so that's the way and I'm your, your, um
0: Into your your thing, Keith. My my, I don't, I don't I forgot about plugging the computer in, so I got to run to get that real quick charger. But oh, go into well. your diva speech real quick.
1: I just it's crazy to me. Like big shout out to. Staff Sergeant Joseph Stewart. He's a big friend of the show. He's a Saints fan, so I know he's going through it right now. This whole saga got his feelings probably hurt. Him. But people na- label like players divas a lot, and people fail to realize like this is their normal job. Like how me and Nick and Terrence got like normal day to day jobs. Like your kids can get sick. Nick could feel like you know what? I don't want to go to work today. You know what they gonna do? you gonna call his boss. Hey, I'm calling out for tomorrow. Hope Nick, don't call out tomorrow, but. You know what I'm saying? Like he just calls by, say I'm calling out. I don't want to go to work. Some people feel like they put these players on like a pedestal, like too big of a pedestal. So like, bro, they are just football players. Like y'all treat them like they, I don't know. Like I don't, I think they're great. Don't get me wrong, I think they're great, but they just treating these people like I, I don't know. They ain't they ain't even. I, well,
0: yeah. I think the way people are looking at it is, you get paid millions of dollars or. Hundreds of thousand dollars, pretty much a ton of money to go out there and play football. So I think what they're looking at is you get paid so much money, why are you complaining? Well, why do you act like that? Maybe that could be their perspective, potentially what you think, Nate.
2: I mean, my answer to that is those same people who would say, like, oh, you get paid millions of dollars would also be the ones that preach to their kids money isn't everything. So it's kind of hypocritical. And the fact that, you know, they know that money isn't everything. So when someone's not happy, whether they're making $10 million or making $10,000, you're not going to be happy. So I've always thought that's hypocritical. That's why I've always, I've always been an advocate for players getting their money because at the end of the day, what did the GM say when a franchise player gets traded or what did the GM say when like what did Jim Merce say when Peyton Manning got cut by the team and they chose Andrew Luck, business is business somebody who poured their heart and soul into a franchise, someone who poured their heart and soul into a city, gave you classic after classic after classic, gave you everything you ever wanted, generated billions of dollars for you. And then they look at you and say, business is business. So I agree with Marquise from the perspective that money doesn't make you uh, an agent or, you know, I hate to throw around this word, but I honestly don't know another one, but like a slave to this, you know, this industry that you have to do X, Y, and Z, just because mm-hmm. you make X amount of dollars. Like, I don't agree with that at all.
1: No, definitely. Aaron Rodgers said it best. Like, it's how you treat people. Yeah. The, pe- the people were like, what did he, he referred to like the people are what keep this going. And you're just mistreating the people at this point. Not saying like, I don't know the Mike Thomas thing, but I'm just speaking to the part. Yeah, of there's Earth. a
2: lot going on that none of us know. But yeah, like, it's for sure.
1: Like, that's between him and the Saints organization. But like, y'all fans, I feel like big or just, calling people divas this isn't this, this like everybody acts like they so like resilient to everything like they're <laughs> yeah. just the best at every like come on now bro like let's be honest like you, there's probably times you'd be at work bullshitting be on your phone hanging out in the corner finding ways yeah. to cut corners the only difference is we ain't sitting here with a whole newscast reporting every time you at work you taking five minute break to do this, oh, or you want to go smoke a cigarette? Or oh, oh, my kid, my kid, you I got go. dumped for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you were there, aching <laughs> a dump for ten minutes. Sorry, yeah, Hey bro, phone. I gotta leave work two hours early. I gotta get my yeah. kid. Knowing damn well your kid ain't get out of school till four o'clock in the morning. You ain't got kids,
0: <laughs> exactly, bro. Like leave these people I mean, alone. My thing is, I, I just feel like we have to start holding the the people higher up more accountable because it's like. It always the point the finger always gets pointed at the player, like, oh, yeah, things won't go on right, it won't go on his way. He requested a trade, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's look at the OBJ thing, for example. Then he's like, oh, they they pretty much sent me to Cleveland for me to die percent you know. So it's like people want to call OBJ uh a diva, but it's like, what have the Giants done for him?
1: Hey, if I, it, I'm I'm it right now, if I'm the best receiver on my team, and I'm telling you get me the ball, and that's me being a diva, well, pff, bitch, I'm a diva. <laughs> I don't
0: know
1: how you expect us to win if I'm the best receiver. You ain't getting me the ball. Like what happens when Atlanta wasn't getting Julio the ball? It not It didn't look pretty, Nick. All right, I agree. I, like what? Jerry <laughs> Jerry Rice wasn't out there winning Super Bowls because he wasn't getting the ball from the Niners. Exactly. Like Joe Montana and Steve Young were like, nah, we're gonna throw it over here. Nah, they was like sense. we're gonna
0: throw the ball to Jerry yeah, Rice. You gotta make make sense. Like, like that's why they worst, one that's why the Falcons player. were
2: that's why the Falcons were always one of the worst red zone offenses because and why you'd see this, Julio would have like the lead leading yards and then like number 86 in touchdowns because yeah, it would right. be that's Matt Ryan right. would be scared to throw him the ball in the red zone. Julio would be begging, just throw no, it up. Listen, I'll go man, get I have a get lot. It. To I did promise you did you see
0: two, three plays in the goal line, the red zone. I'm throwing the jump balls. Who's stopping <laughs> this He'll
2: man. go get I'm it. it. We ball. saw what did he do to was it? Malcolm you saw Butler? what he did to Malcolm Butler? Yeah, He's, bro. He, don't even talk it was Malcolm <laughs> Butler literally had the ball in his hands, and Julio said, "No, you don't, sir. It's mine, <laughs> sir." <he> bitched. <laughs> bro, I'll let you know. Like
1: what, bro? Nobody being a diva if they say, "Get them the ball," like, "Get me
2: the ball, bro." Just like, throw it up. I can't I'll go, get bro. it if you just throw it up. And I can go get it if, if it's in my catch radius, it's mine. Yeah, I agree. You like, tell your coach, listen, nobody
0: can guard me. Give me the ball. Like, Derrick Henry, give oh, me the ball. I have
2: got I don't care it, if they $2, put $2. nine $2. in the box, put nine in the box, give
1: Bro, me the ball. You <laughs> know, this offensive line is literally like, you know what? Y- y'all want to put none of us on a pro bowl? And you don't think this man gonna get in his own? All right, let's go. Give him the ball. That's like they saying. literally saying, give him the ball. He going to get by, and then the perfect thing is the line going to block for as much time as he needs, and then he going to get by and stiff-arm people outside of 15 oh, yards. Oh, yeah. You're not ankle-biting that man. Oh, You're not cutting grass with him. <laughs> Stop acting. Like, if something ain't broke, don't fix it. If you know this man is doing such great things, like Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, bro, what did Aaron Rodgers say he liked doing, getting the ball to 17?
0: You got to keep them happy. I mean, it's successful. Why do you <laughs> – the, it's, it's that 5%
1: of the league, or not even 5%. I don't know what it is, that are special talents. Like, you know, they are special. Yeah, get them the ball. <laughs> if Aaron Donald's like, no, I want to be on the outside and I don't want to come inside because I get blocked by three people, then put Jet on the outside. But he's still going to get blocked by three people because they don't want him <laughs> to be <the> second quarterback. <laughs> like, bro, like Travis Kelsey, hey, give me the ball. I done put up 1,000 yards five seasons straight. Give me the ball.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. Before before this, before we started recording, keith told us he was going to go on going around. So we just had to let him take off for a little bit. So. <laughs> y'all these,
1: y'all gonna call these receivers divas, bro. Let me follow you around and work and I'm gonna report everything you do.
0: <laughs> Hey, I'll let
1: you know. I don't start school until 23rd. I Every time someone in the bathroom, going should be like yeah, you wasted too much time in the bathroom. <laughs> I will pull up to wherever you work, let your job, ask them if I can follow you for the day. I'm gonna follow you for a week because a day you can bullshit a day. I'm gonna follow you for a week and keep you on your toes. And I'm reporting everything.
2: <laughs> Cut it out, bro. Oh my God. Oh, This man was on his phone for at least 45 He's minutes. got tally whole- marks for every time he pulled out your phone during <laughs> your shift. <show. laughs> man. So we go. We gonna move on to this
0: halftime setting here. So, I got a quick question for y'all. So after watching the Hall of Fame game, right? Between the Cowboys and the Steelers. So how important is it for the starters or the stars to play in these type of games? So an example, we did see Chase Claypool go down early on, you know, thankfully nothing serious, but although Keith might've been like, man, it should've been something serious. But, <laughs> but <laughs> we saw Chase Claypool go down early on, so. You know how big of a, of an impact, you know, should we see them at all, or how much should we see them in these preseason games?
2: I'll be straight up. Um, if I was a coach, GM, owner, whoever, if I have like a star, like a true star, they're not they're not touching they're not touching the field at all. Like I I don't care. You know, like the to, for me the <laughs> preseason the pre like and I mean this genuinely. Like and I mean this from like a as a Falcons fan. Like, I was never like, oh, I I can't wait to watch Julio in the preseason. I wanted to see whoever we drafted that year. So, like, and I we've talked about how uh, Kyle Pitts has become overhyped, you know, but, like, I still want to see him play in the preseason because I want to know what is he going to do. And so someone like him, even though he's already been kind of somehow put into this superstar status, (laughs) even though he's never played it down, like, he needs to play because we need to know what he's doing. But, yeah. like, yeah, I would never want to see sure. Aaron Rodgers. If I was a part of Green Bay, I would never put Aaron Rodgers out there. I would never put Patrick Mahomes out there. I would never – insert anybody, Lamar Jackson. I would never, ever, ever put anybody out there because, see, like, that's my I point. want to see the upcoming talent. Yeah, that's
0: my thing because you, you know what Lamar is going to do. You know what, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom exactly. Brady. Those guys, look, those are proven guys who don't have anything to prove in the preseason. I yeah. feel like you definitely – need to see reps from guys like if we're going to look at a quarterback situation, for example, with the let's go to the Green Bay and you got right. their backup quarterbacks, for example. Okay, you think this man is the guy moving forward. That's why you want to get him in the first round, right? Well, we need to see him. Yeah. I mean, this is honestly the only time we're going to see him because he's not ever in his life
2: or the next life throwing the Aaron around, <laughs> yeah I just well,
0: oh go ahead, Nick, go
2: ahead go well uh, the last thing I was going to say is like the only time it makes sense for like a veteran to even play is like if they're in a new scenario like Teddy Bridgewater like he needs to play in Denver because we've never seen him in Denver you know what I mean so like those types of situations I mean yeah I feel like he should
0: play some maybe but I feel like you know you do have joint practices you do have those 11 on 11 as long as he's getting the concepts I feel like yeah I feel like, okay, you can depend on them because you got the concept. You, you know, we know you're going to watch film. And when you go out there, we know you know how to read a defense. So for us, it's just more so do you know the plays? I feel like. Uh, Develop a little chemistry, but as long as you know the plays, I feel like you can go out there and perform.
1: I mean, these, man, these boys are like working in training. I mean, boys, these men are doing it in training camp. They got drills right after the season, you know, someone getting into it. Like Nick said, if I'm the GM, bro, you probably ain't touching the field. I mean, in some cases, I get it maybe the first quarter, and even that's like a stretch because it can can get real hairy at some point.
0: Maybe like one or two series at the most. (laughs) Like, honestly,
1: I don't get it, honestly. I never understood the preseason because even like Nick as a GM would know or a head coach, they know which dudes they're probably going to keep at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's guys that are a lot. Yeah, like – I don't
1: get how electric you can be in a preseason that would make you make the roster if you weren't going to already make it. Because you got to think, you're not seeing the best defenders on that field anyway.
0: That's a fact. My thing like is, too, it's like you, like you can see a guy come out there and, you know, wow people. Like for the Browns last year, it was – what is it? Uh, Sheehy Giuseppe or – remember he uh, returned a punt in the preseason last year. He had a pair Obj cleats on and everything, and he's mm-hmm. fast and everything, and he didn't make the team. So it's like, it's
1: just, I mean, it's it, crazy. it don't it don't make no sense. I honestly, I'd rather see the players play seven on seven with no pads. I'd I'd pay to watch that. I'd rather you dump two preseason games, right? Mm-hmm. And make you do two in pads if you want, whatever. Do two in pads, or honestly, do none of them in pads. I'd rather watch seven on seven with the with the guys. Okay, because limit the contact, maybe, and at that point, you probably keep them out there the whole time. Obviously, you ain't gonna play a fifteen minute quarter, like four quarters, <laughs> of seven on seven. But you play like two quarters of seven on seven. Like, I feel like that'd be more fun to watch.
2: Yeah, What
1: you think, Nick? Like, does it was seven on seven?
2: I don't know. I I like I like the way that the preseason set up, but I wish it was like the NBA summer league where we all just went into it understanding that this is for the rookies and dudes that are on like see, trying to oh, make a roster it. spot oh, that's it. my opinion i would also like to see seven on seven I, like that would be in an in an addition but like at this point you know the players are actually trying to it's weird they were advocating for cutting down the season when we added a game so it's like <laughs> i don't know i don't know how that happened but go um, a go yeah, seven, I, obviously right but go
1: seven on seven one game and then we drop one pre. We drop one preseason. Yeah, season, drop yeah.
2: another one. So two full. Pre, so we're at three preseason games now. So yep. two legitimate preseason games with the rookies and the dudes trying to get a contract, and, and then one have seven one on seven, seven on seven. seven. I would like, right before the season starts. Yeah, I to mean, get, I like, like a, just a feel. You have those
0: As, bottom like roster spots that maybe you're trying to fill. So I feel like yeah. That so I would want to take idea. that away from those guys. That might be a good idea because at the end of the day, you want to see the guys who are battling for that position get more reps. So, you know, for a fact, I'm not throwing Tom Brady out there. Let me throw Kyle Trask out there. Let me throw a backup quarterbacks, whomever they might be. Okay. Whether it's, you know, you're going to get X many drives before the next person knows. You're going to get, or, you know, whether it's the O-line, okay, everybody's going to go X amount of drives and then we're going to rotate like that. Or however it goes, however the rotation might be, but to definitely see the guys, like you say, drafted, he's supposed to be a guy. Maybe if you have those people that
1: you draft and they really are that guy, they don't play. Like. But yeah, like, like Nick, loves them for sure. Like Nick said, if we just came to more of an understanding, like in the NBA, Summer League is just rookies. Like I'm looking at rookies. It's fun. And I actually like watching the Summer League. Like a couple yeah, years yeah. ago, I didn't like watching the Summer League. But now I like watching. I'm like, okay, like this is kind of neat to see. So if they could just, like we said, make it to where it's just the rookie class or free agents that play in, mm-hmm. the, in the two – Preseason games and pads, and then that one seven on seven. Mm-hmm. Maybe you throw, maybe you throw Tom Brady out there with Mike yeah. Evans for a seven, yeah, I, on, like yeah, seven on seven.
0: And like, like rookie mini camp and stuff. I don't feel like that's enough time for them to really like show. Exactly.
1: Like, and you, you think I'm about to judge Tom Brady on a seven on seven <laughs> exhibition? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I just want to see the seven on seven. Girl, that shit's fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 So move on here. Uh, so what's y'all thoughts on Josh Allen's contract? Do y'all feel like y'all feel like he was paid compensated where y'all thought he should have been at, or do y'all feel like maybe it was a stretch? Or what? What y'all thoughts on that? I
1: think that he, in a way, deserved it. I'm not. I'm not a Josh Allen hater. Josh Allen. Josh Allen hater. I think it's a little much. Honestly, I ain't gonna lie because he boomed last season. He didn't. He hasn't consecutively gotten yeah. better. He just boomed last season. But he so didn't say he it. didn't
2: get better every year.
1: No, nah, I don't think so.
2: His he completion. definitely got better every year. He's been in the league, but I guess the big boom was last year. But he got better from his rookie year to his second year to this year. He got better every. Year. I mean, you can literally. I mean, his, his
1: rookie year, he threw te- he I think he threw ten touchdowns, twelve picks. The second yeah. year, he threw twenty, and then what nine or ten? Yeah. And then last, he got so, better so, every year. Yeah, Stefan yeah,
2: Stephon Diggs is definitely the big boom, but I mean, definitely, <laughs> he got better every year.
1: Yeah, I just, I mean,
2: he's worth it. Maybe it's
1: a little bit of much money, but he was worth it because he took the leap. He made his first Pro Bowl last year. He's everything on that team. Like, he's the quarterback, and he the running back because
0: <laughs> – Literally. <laughs> yeah. Bro,
1: I don't know what they're going to do. And he led the Bills to the AFC Championship game. So, I mean, it's deserved. I think Josh Allen got a cannon. I think Josh Allen, like a lot of people, are trying to figure out who you could compare him to. I think he's a better version of, like, Ben Rosenberger, if that makes sense. I think that's his comparison. That he could probably be a better version of Ben, because he has a cannon of an arm. He does have a cannon, and he, he and he's honestly more lucid than what Ben was in oh, Ben's yeah. younger days. We- like he, he, <laughs> he gets, so he gets loose. He has a, yeah. he probably he easily has the best arm and like throw power wise. Like if you're just chucking it, I'd take oh, it. Bro, Zach Wilson. Oh my gosh. Madden, bro. we mad yeah. It's 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 either Josh, it's either Josh, Aaron, or probably Mahomes, boy. But I'd probably, and I love Rogers. I'd probably take Josh.
2: Well, I was gonna say so. Uh, you know, everyone says that Mahomes is Rogers two point I actually agree with you, Keith. So I think that Josh Allen's like Ben Roethlisberger two point because he's Ben Roethlisberger but more athletic. I mean, Ben has never had to be the running game for his offense, right? He had Jerome Bettis and. Uh, Train boy, yeah, so like he's never had to be that guy, he had Um, to make the throwing game the running game, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I would say I agree, you know. I I said earlier in the episode, I'm all for players getting their money, and it's just kind of like what the market's out there for right now. You know, we saw Pat got like the ridiculous contract in terms of length, where Mm -hmm. now Josh Allen's kind of getting a more, more of a deal for it's more advantageous for like restructuring once he's we see what he's going to do in a couple years um and i so i disagree with you i think he's gotten better every year and if we can keep the same trajectory you know he's headed for like hall of fame status he's not there yet we're like you know i think we we can all kind of predict pat mahomes is going to be a hall of famer one day like i don't think anyone would disagree with that yeah We're
1: Um, we're talking about pat not josh right we're
2: talking about josh I mean, I'm talking about Josh. I'm saying, but Pat is already on the path for Hall of Fame. Like, I don't think you would disagree with that, right? I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't. Disagree. But where Josh, he, he, he on it, yeah. Josh is on the path where he could be on the path for Hall of Fame. Where yeah, like I think, think Pat's already there. Like Pat's already won an MVP, already won a Super Bowl. Like you know, if if his offensive line was healthy last year, he might have been two and zero in the Super Bowl and beat Tom Brady and like. Uh, so that's what I mean, where Josh is like, okay, we need to see you in one of those games. So I would never say that, but I I think that Josh deserved the money, um, because you can't name, you cannot name seven quarterbacks better. And that's just what the market's paying at the moment.
1: Exactly. Like, there's no way I don't care what nobody says. You ain't naming seven people better than them. Like I can name five for sure, And six or seven.
2: I have him at at five or six. Honestly, I, I change my mind every week, but it's like until the (laughs) season starts, I couldn't tell you that like yeah. he's
1: his he got his system works perfectly with him like how they run that offense and they just let him cut loose in it like he just throws the ball all over the field
2: i think and i think that's a, what plays into it a lot is the fact that i think his rookie year you know they had the reins on him where um i look at so another good comparison is kind of like uh justin herbert has like the potential to be josh allen right and it's like Justin Herbert came to the league they were like well you know we don't know what to expect so they pulled the reins off him and he started out so strong and then they're like well let's really back in and that's when it was like okay that's why the coach got fired where with Josh Allen he came into the league they tried to baby him a little too much and so it was kind of weird to watch and then in the second season they took a risk on him he took off then they got him step on digs and it was like okay now now we're talking about him as a top 5 quarterback in the NFL so, yeah. you know, I think this year – I agree with you, Keith. I think this year really will prove whether or not he deserves the money, right? Like,
1: it's going to it's gonna prove he deserves the money. It's going to separate him from that draft class between him, Baker, and Lamar. Because, honestly, yeah. let's be honest, Baker at the bottom of the list. It's Lamar and Josh competing for, like, who's okay. the top.
2: And I hate – I hate that that's the comparison. They're two
1: this different is the people.
2: I love both of them. Uh, Yeah, I love Lamar and I love Josh. I would take Lamar over Josh. And I hate the trolls on Twitter that are like, Josh Allen after one year is like, it's him and Pat Mahomes. And that's not the case at all. Like, first of all, Pat of the newer quarterbacks is like three football fields ahead of everyone else. And then it's (laughs) like Lamar and then Josh. And they're semi-close, but I would still take Lamar.
1: I just think it's the fact of like, Josh just took that boom because of like, Look what you got him! Like, yeah, yes, and that's no, I mean,
0: and that's
2: no diss. And I hate when people not say diss. that's a diss to him. No, you proved like, okay, give me some weapons. What can I do? And he did it. And this is what guys can Yeah,
1: exactly. This yeah. is what I'm gonna do. Because if you look at the tape, he still misses on those throws he was missing like two years ago. Like where he was overthrow. Like I've seen him overthrow digs or he throws it short. Like he still does those throws, but they wouldn't got him somebody that is gonna fight for the ball yeah. and help him be a better version of him. So then yeah. he can improve on his accuracy and build off of that. So yeah, yeah he he hits he's fighting for if he's gonna be better in that class to see who's gonna get the who's gonna get a ring and beat the chiefs. That's honestly what it is. Because yeah. everybody has those debates <laughs> of like, okay, is it Lamar? Is it is it Josh or is it now we're having these weird discussions? Is, is it Herbert already somehow? Like
2: my, my hopes and dreams is that Mahomes and Allen become the next Brady and Manning. That would be my hopes and dreams. Watching that every year, that would be insane.
1: I mean, it's a, it's electric because the ball is getting thrown the whole damn game. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. It. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be fun
0: to watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. So moving on here. So we're going to ask, um, since we did have, you know, the Hall of Fame inductees uh, recently. So who do you guys feel like is your biggest snub for the Hall of Fame? So, Nick,
2: who, who's your biggest snub for the Hall of Fame? So um, I uh, discussed this before the uh, – Before the podcast started, it still surprises me every year that Torrey Holt is not in the Hall of Fame. So I don't I I agree he shouldn't have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but we're like 15 years past that. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he was a part of a team that was called the greatest show on turf, you know, all the numbers that he was able to put up. The fact that he was kind of undersized, you know, he's six feet tall. So he wasn't like a Randy Moss who was six, four. He wasn't a Megatron, six, five, Julio Jones, six, six, three, six, four. He was kind of a smaller guy, and he was your all-around. He was kind of like Larry Fitz before Larry Fitz, and I actually agree Larry Fitz is better, Um, but he was like that Mr. Reliable could get you anything at any point in time at any level of the football field, Um, and I feel like he got lost in the fact that he had Kurt Warner as his quarterback, Marshall Falk was a running back, and just an electric offense top to bottom, Mm
0: -hmm. but the
2: guy put up Hall of Fame numbers and had a Hall of Fame career. I cannot believe that he's not in in the Hall of Fame yet.
0: Who
1: you got, Keith? Uh, I got Fred Taylor. I think we were talking about this last episode. He, Damn. bro, the Jags would not – if it wasn't for that defense they had a couple years ago, Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones, you, I wouldn't even talk about the Jaguars. Yeah. At all. Literally. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, if – <laughs> <laughs> he's leading the AFC South. He's the lead rusher. Yep. Like, Nick asked this question in overtime. He's the lead rusher. Like, what are we – I think people forget because the Jazz were so bad. Like Fred Taylor was really that dude. Like he was yeah. going against their favorite linebacker, like how he said, and destroying those dudes.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was a beast for sure. For me, I, I'm going with Reggie Wayne, and just like we discussed before this segment here, Reggie Wayne. People want to call him the Robin to Marvin Harrison, but just just like we said before, they both were Batmans, No.
1: You can have two Batmans. It's, it sounds crazy, but
2: well, and also, what about when Marvin Harrison left? He stepped right into that role, like it didn't, Batman. like didn't like make nothing. A beat. We and when that was one of the, uh, you know, the um, overtime questions I asked was, you know, he was only like 300, two, three or two hundred yards behind Marvin Harrison all time in yardage in that division. It's Which like doesn't what make any sense. Honey,
1: it's no. like what <laughs> for Calvin Ridley and Julio? Like Calvin would have been there a little bit longer. Like how you said, like Yeah, give Calvin a
2: couple more years. We might be talking about him like Reggie Wayne.
1: Yeah, like you know how he just took it from Julio last year and was like, Oh, I'm gonna yeah,
2: but he he wasn't
1: the only difference is Calvin wasn't the Batman the whole time Julio was there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like if he was, then it'd be like, Oh, like boom, same situation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. So moving on here, we um so quick question here is can Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts become franchise quarterbacks?
1: Uh Damn sure it should be Jalen Hurts, but Danny Dimes' team is better. So, off of that fact, <laughs> Daniel Jones, the turnover machine, should boy, boy. be a franchise quarterback this year. I know my friend from the six-man show, Jonathan Osborne, is going to hate me for this because he's a big G-Man fan. But if Danny Dimes' turnover, Danny Dimes' turnover machine can't get it going, I mean, what does that prove? Because the team is ready. It's ready to win that division. And honestly, Jalen Hurts is just dragging the Eagles along. Like he's just p- putting the Eagles on the back, whole injury team and going, Hey, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? So I like Jalen Hurts, but I mean, I would take him. But the issue is like you don't know what he could really be because he doesn't have that the weapons, the whole system. And you got Danny Dimes over there just getting injured. I mean, I like we're gonna see the injury,
0: I feel like we're gonna see this year I No, mean, you're not. He don't and necessarily Eagle, have all the weapons, but
1: he Eagle, Eagles terrible. You know, they Eagle, are. you know what they was gonna do? They probably gonna try him and trade him, and then he's gonna end up somewhere even worse. Or are they just gonna do what their head coach talk about and not name him stardo and start Joe Flacco? Which let's be honest, that's two different offenses in there. If so you
0: start you Joe they're Flacco, gonna, they're gonna put him in a package for Deshaun Watson or something like
2: that. I mean they could do that. I mean. My opinion on this is, I look at them, I mean, with what we've seen, I'll put them both about even. Okay. So I'll say they're both about even. Danny Dimes has shown flashes. Like he could be the the next dude. He's also shown us that like, he's also the next Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay where he's just, (laughs) all he does is turn the ball over. Um, but at the same time, yeah, he, he's looked great, but Keys hit it right on the head. I mean, a lot of this comes down to your situation. And when I look at what Daniel Jones has compared to Jalen Hurts, I would pick the Giants a million times over if I was starting as a quarterback this upcoming oh, year. Um, i look at it like this. All those quarterbacks that the Browns had over that like 25 year span, it was like 19 quarterbacks in 25 years. One of those guys could have been a franchise quarterback. I know it. If they have been drafted anywhere else, one of them could happen. I don't know which one. I don't really care. But one of them had the potential to be a franchise quarterback, but they uh-huh. were ruined by their situation. Unfortunately, the Eagles have won a Super Bowl within the last five years, but also have flipped it into the worst franchise arguably in the NFL within those five years. And Jalen Hurts <laughs> is the starting quarterback. So yeah, definitely. they got him Devontae Smith, who is now hurt, unfortunately um so the one thing that the one saving grace to be like well we got you a new toy cool he'll be back and maybe we'll be okay but um yeah I I, I feel terrible for Jalen Hurts because he's going to get blamed for this season like it's his fault and in reality it's just a dumpster fire and yeah I mean doesn't I have think, the leverage to be like I want out this is I just the-
0: everyone should notice that like this season isn't on him like your defense isn't going to be good y'all isn't good. it's just like yeah. Which let's Brandon be, wins, let's be
1: honest. They're going to put the blame on him. Oh, 100%. They are, but we know like they're they going to blame they him. They
0: definitely do going to put the blame on him. I mean, Dan Jones is definitely in the situation to be a franchise quarterback. And like you said, if he can stop the fumbling, stop the interceptions, then okay, we, we can potentially see how electric their offense could be. They got offense talent all over the field. Defense is going to be nice. I mean, I feel like their defense is always solid. So, I just
1: uh, – what they need to do is, is trade everybody – except for your young talent, like that old offensive line you got with Kelsey and Peters, trade all those dudes, get something for Darius Slay, be bad for maybe a year or two, and stock up. Like, the Patriots laid the blueprint. All right, we're going to be bad this year. Next year, let's see what's
0: up. Yeah, we hit the free agency, though.
1: <laughs> no, but, I mean, you like, you guys were like, okay, well, COVID hit, so all your dudes opted out. But yeah, yeah. you were like, all right, well, we're going to be kind of bad. Oh, well. Yeah.
0: That's or the Dolphins, they
1: took all those picks and look, they, look what all those picks turned into. Larry Tunzel, look at all Larry Tunzel picks turned into, yeah.
0: Honestly, turn it. I mean, it's I'm telling you, form, but we got right? to see if they're really gonna
1: block you. You trade Lane Johnson and try, uh Kelsey's brother, they get you getting something from him because I'm telling you right now, the Ravens need a center. I would do it, I give you first I mean, round picks. They could pick trade Graham too, Kelsey. they
2: might be able to get a piece from him too,
1: exactly. Yeah. You got Graham, you got Fletcher Cox, exactly, yeah, Fletcher bro.
2: Cox. Yeah, a lot of those older players that are but are win now type players like Keith just touched on. I mean, the Ravens, why would they not? Yeah, those dudes are older, but the Ravens are ready to win right now. They could do that. Yeah, if y'all right. get a better
0: pass rush. I mean, maybe that's a theory put out there, you know, maybe we they need might it. It, somebody might hear it and they All might right. put it into fruition for you. And I mean, honestly, different divisions. Why not? It's not like we're going to have to face you twice a year or nothing like that.
1: Just trade them anywhere. Like, there's so many teams. Like, the Bills, they need a pass rusher. They'd take Fletcher off you right now.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: remember, they wanted to get JJ. Even Atlanta, like, with all those pieces on the offensive line side of the ball, they'd probably chance it and take one of those dudes. Like and I'm not saying Atlanta's win now, but like like Nick, if we built the line for you, you gave Ryan more time to throw to Ridley and pitch. It'd be like, oh, well.
2: I really don't think our offensive line's that bad. I mean, it's definitely not the best, but it's not. But no, bad. it's not. It's not terrible. The worst part about us is our secondary on defense. I mean, we have
1: exactly Darius Slade. You probably give up two first round picks to get we Darius. We have Chasco Slay.
0: Middle School as our secondary. <laughs> 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 so we, we go. So I'm going to ask a quick question here. So do y'all think 44-year-old Brady can repeat? Repeat?
2: Yes.
1: No. Yes. He could.
2: I don't think he will, but he could. No. He could potentially. No. Well, there's another team in history that has won a Super Bowl and retained tw- all 22 starters?
1: It ain't happening.
2: Okay. It, he could repeat. You he know why? Because
1: <laughs> Tom already losing his mind with them. Not taking <laughs> Bruce losing their mind, I guess the boys ain't taking practice serious and blah, 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 or whatever.
0: And we Tom, know,
1: Tom know what it takes, like we said last week, to go ahead and repeat. I mean, but honestly,
0: they all know what it takes because they all went through it with them together. So,
1: But they don't know what it takes to repeat or go back to the dance. They just know what it took to get to the dance and win one. They yeah. don't know this year that everybody Every is about, to, everybody Every about to triumph. And everybody's yeah. ego is going to get in the way now. Chris Godwin Gonna look and be like Well y'all tagged me And I wanna get paid oh, This offseason He's, he's definitely trying
0: to get paid I don't know but if he's I ain't, gonna return
1: I ain't getting the ball So what do I do You know what I'm saying
0: Yeah For sure I mean for sure
1: for sure. Devin White Gonna have to start Guarding tight ends And coverage Cause Devontae David Getting old Yeah
0: I mean we gonna We gonna definitely see You know We gonna definitely see What Nick Why do you look like that what
1: Early is, on We gonna get to see Nick got something to say What is it Yeah I, I mean I
2: I just don't – don't, I don't know. I think all that's overhyped, The all the stuff that happened in the offseason because I feel like a lot of that happens in the uh, day-to-day of other teams. They just don't have Tom Brady as their quarterback. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah. No, honestly, yes. yeah. No, all – all that happens, but I'm just saying this. I'm case. just saying, I think it's a remarkable feat to keep all 22 starters on your team. It is, that, yeah. is that is ridiculous. Oh, winning crazy. a Super Bowl and then <laughs> keeping everyone, that's ridiculous.
1: That's, that lets you know that their Eagles ain't that big, though, honestly. That all of them were like, either I'm going to take a slight pay cut. That's
2: what I'm saying is, yeah, whatever's happening right now, yeah, they probably have a little hangover from the Super Bowl, obviously. Mm-hmm. But with the, by the time the season starts, and then also we got to realize there's an extra game in the season. The NFC South is not about to be what it has been in the past. The Falcons are rebuilding, Carolina's rebuilding, and now the Saints are going to be rebuilding and possibly moving their best player. So, I mean, you're almost guaranteed a spot strictly off that. And if you don't think that Tom Brady can galvanize those guys by the time the playoff rolls around, I mean, that's pretty much what he had to do last year anyway. I mean Mm – I got, them, I got them in the
1: NFC chip anyway. Y'all remember what I said in the, yeah, the first we'd, we'd episode. Do,
2: so then that's my question, though, Marquis. So if you think they can make it that far, you don't think they could win two more games? No. Not if they, not if they will, but if they could.
1: I mean, they, they could. That was the question. Yeah, all, all was, could right. They? They, had,
0: they had the <laughs>
2: – could they? Yes, okay. Nick got said, could they? Yes. Your, yes, your they could. Your
0: thing is, will they? No. That's you. And I they, yeah,
2: I don't will think they will. For me is no. I think okay, could I'm they, all in on the last dance in Green Bay. I'm all in on oh the last dance Boy, I'm Green selling Day. my stock. Bro, what? Because I, <laughs> I get my to go stock see last this year? year? Bro, y'all have no idea how hype I am. You, oh my, you
1: already know who I'm taking as my quarterback. And the fact that this man made me look embarrassed last year for what him and Devontae I was doing. Yeah. Listen,
0: and Kevin King, bro. Y'all. We wasn't going to the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Do y'all want to... Take a crack at where he will land, or do y'all want to move to over?
1: Either he gonna land in jail or he gonna land on another team.
2: <laughs> hey, nothing to talk about. He gonna,
0: he gonna land on another team.
2: Or he this man's gonna land, land on the Gridiron Gang, bro. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> The Rock's gonna be a, be a, he'll be a longest yard part too. Long- oh my god! I can't. Like,
0: I'm, I'm being You're serious. Being I can't. With Adam
2: Sandler for starting position. <laughs> I'm being serious. It's
1: either that or it's another team, cause he he don't want to play for the Texans. Yeah. So that's he, a fact. anybody that's a Houston fan, get out, get it out your mind that that man gonna lace them up and play there, cause you you got rid of Will Fuller. All he has to throw the ball to is now is Brandon Cooks.
2: I'll be honest. I don't have an opinion on where he'll go, but all this talks about him going to Philly. All I'm gonna say is to our Philly fans, if you think he's gonna solve anything, all oh, it's gonna, be is, all it's gonna no. be is Houston. All it's gonna be is Houston. he's moving from Houston to Houston in Pennsylvania. That's it. It's best, gonna be the same yeah. as I think. You're he's gonna go to okay. Philly. I mean, he'll Let's make, assume Yeah, he'll just, let's, let's assume he plays. He'll put up crazy numbers and you're still gonna suck. That's his, gonna be his worth.
1: his best bets. His best bets. The Eagles are his probably worst bet next to yeah. the Texans. His best bet is the Minnesota's like, you know what? Let's do a one-for-one swap with some picks. We'll give you Kirk, Kirk. Cousins. Because let's be honest, if you plug any of those top seven quarterbacks in that Minnesota offense, them boys are gonna make the NFC oh, championship again. Yeah. Splash,
0: splash. <laughs> All
1: right. So Kirk Cousins the, is
2: just Matt Ryan with less publicity.
1: Bingo. Ooh. And then the fact that you the football team needs a quarterback, oh, they do it. And the Broncos and the Saints. So that's I your copy, best trade Cam
0: Newton and Mac Jones with Deshaun Watson. If you want in this you know, allegations and all of that. I'm straight. Listen, who you want? Cam and talent, I. I mean, talent,
2: them. talent. I'm not disagreeing you, but that is some baggage, bro. 23 claims. I mean, yeah.
0: I'm saying if he didn't have that, it for me, I'm listening. You, you want Cam and you want Mac Jones? You want yeah, Jerry? The, the, prob- the problem I have with it though,
1: because <laughs> it's 23 allegations plus or whatever, is that I'm betting that, that the team knew about it. Yeah. There ain't, there ain't no, yeah, yeah, ain't no way way bro so the fact of it now we're looking at all right well if he is guilty because it's innocent until proven guilty y'all knew about this yeah so the nfl needs to like the nfl for
2: once in their damn life need to come down on the organization because there's no way 23 no and and terrence actually touched on in a couple episodes ago regardless if he's guilty or not if he's guilty by all means put him under the jail um you know those girls deserve justice but let's say if if he's innocent or regardless of what's happening if the organization knew that and now they're trying to use it as a chess piece against him to leverage, uh you That's know, some dirty trade dirty goods dirty. and assets. I'm I mean, relocating they, the
1: whole team. Houston just lost the football team. Yes, absolutely.
2: <laughs> the NFL literally. And I know that we're being funny, but like, and Oh, I'm true. Yo, they need to remove <laughs> the ownership. Everyone involved needs to be in jail with him. That's for tampering what in whatever way and uh, accessory to rape and assault. That's charges. Boom. Hold Yarn both man. sides accountable. Yeah. If it's Yarn
0: legit, Deshaun Washington, like we said, under the jail. If it's false allegations just because this man trying to get up out of Houston, put everybody else under the jail. Regardless, yeah, actually, oh, Terrence, touched
2: oh, a good point. Regardless of what happens, people in Houston need to be held accountable because I don't okay. think anyone disagrees that they are only putting out this information or allowing the information to leak the way it has because he wants those uh, – he wants out. So if he's innocent and they're doing that, put them in – remove them from seating. Oh, put them in jail. Yeah, if, if they I'm held on that. to it because they thought he was their guy, put them in jail. I mean, regardless,
1: y'all saw what happened with the case with the service woman in uh Texas that uh her with her body was I forget, I, I can't remember the name. It's Sarah. Oh, I know you're talking about, I know you
0: talking y-
1: yeah, and they got rid of the whole top half of the chain of command. Yeah, so that's definitely what should happen.
0: Oh, yeah. definitely. I mean, there should be no question about it. Like if we trying to hold him to this high standard. There's no reason why. I don't care how much money they got and, you know, hush money, all of this stuff. Ain't no hush money. This this is public information. We all know about this. If he innocent, we need to know where these allegations came from, who put fuel on the fire, who was fanning it while it was starting up. We need to know everything. Everybody, you're going to jail. You're going in. That, that, that need to be it right there. So... Um, <laughs> I figure we all got a little two cents in there. So we're going to go to one of the fan favorites here, the overtime segment. Now, I'm not going to count now. I started y'all with a little, a little, you know, hand me downs over here. Now, it's going to get hard. <laughs> They're going to get hard. <laughs> so, first question here How many years must a player be retired to be eligible for the Fame?
1: Hey, time out before you go there. The the, the service woman's name was Vanessa Gillen, but go ahead. Sorry, I had to say okay. that. I ain't, I'm I'm say, I want to say I didn't want to say that uh, woman's name wrong. So,
2: <laughs> next got his answer. But yeah, go ahead. So, how, how many
0: years must a player be retired to be eligible for the Hall of Fame, Keith?
2: Just multiple choice.
0: Nah, it's just
2: 10. Oh,
0: how many? What? Five. Okay. That. Both
2: of y'all get a point. So look, yeah, I, I, told w- I wasn't even gonna do the nah, now. I'm, I'm taking my point, bro. I'm not gonna be. Will how many questions? How how many questions is there? So I ain't gonna lie
0: now. I got five questions written down and I got two tiebreakers written down.
1: So oh, okay. don't if we, if we, need we don't need the tiebreaker. Let's be honest. Yeah, because I'm right, about to wax one one. Marquise. Let's
0: go. There's one one right now. So next question here. What team played in Cleveland, LA? and St. Louis? Answers are Cardinals, Browns, Rams, or Colts? Say Hold that, on. Say the say, whole question the, again. Yeah. What team played in Cleveland, Los Angeles, and St. Louis? Was it the Cardinals, the Browns, the Rams, or the Colts? The Rams.
1: I want to say it's the Colts, but I'm, a, I'm going to go Rams, because I can't remember the Colts being called anything in Los Angeles.
0: Okay, bad. Both of y'all got down. I told you we starting off. And it was close though, because the Colts yeah. were
1: two were are the, the Colts were two out of those, out of the three, weren't they?
0: Listen, I told you it's it's gonna be a little hand me down at first and it's gonna get hard, right? So next question: what team introduced the no-huddle offense in the 80s? Was it the Bengals, 49ers, Dolphins, or Panthers?
2: Dolphins. Panthers didn't even come in the league till the '90s. You said the '80s. Oh, okay. You said the right. '80s. I'll put that in there just to see if one of y'all was gonna
0: catch. You that said game. the '80s or the '90s? Did the '80s. The '80s. And I
2: got, I got Dolphins.
1: So you got. The... I'm going. I'm going Niners. I feel like I might be wrong. I'm going Niners. Oh uh, No God. Niners, Jerry. It's so you going Niners? Niners. You going? Niners. I got Dolphins. I already, I already
2: locked in my pick, but it's probably the Niners. So both of y'all
0: are wrong. It's the Bengals. The Bengals? Yes. The who? (laughs) Cincinnati. (laughs) Cincinnati. I told you it's going to get tough now.
2: What? The Bengals, bro? Bro, because they were probably like, yo, we're so bad, we got to do something. (laughs) (laughs) They need to do something. Don't even let them huddle. Don't even let the defense huddle.
0: (laughs) Next question here. Who won more Super Bowls during their career, Eli or Peyton Manning? It's
2: Eli. All, it's a tie. It's a tie. They both won, too. Yeah,
1: they did. Because he yeah, won with the Broncos go. and the no, Colts, listen, too.
2: Hey, you
0: got to take your answer. You got to <laughs> You could have just said it's a tie. No, because even be- he might not, no, know. <laughs> e-
1: even before he said that, I said it was Eli, but then I remember...
2: Peyton played. I should get the point for that because he said Eli, I said Ty. No, I'm just saying, No. I'm just no. saying. You no. shouldn't
0: say Bowman 1-2. You should have just said Ty. No, you know why president. I remembered? Because
1: my overtime question, I think the week before when y'all were going against each other, was Man, Bob Miller getting
0: the it. Listen, it's 3-3. Three, three. It's getting tough. I'm up, I'm up one. Up. I don't care what anybody says. I don't know if either one of y'all are gonna get this one right.
2: Well, one
0: of y'all can get it right. So who made more Pro Bowls? Ray
2: Lewis or Tony Gonzalez? Tony Gonzalez.
0: What's your answer, Keith? Ray Lewis. You better rock with your boy. You
2: better rock with your boy. (laughs) So I get this point.
1: I really don't think it's Ray. I really don't think it's Ray. I'm going Tony.
2: No, you. It's (laughs) fourteen. He went fourteen times, bro. You
0: know, Tony went fourteen. Ray went (laughs) thirteen. So it was, it was close. All right, so the end of that one. So we got to go to the tiebreakers. Y'all say we need them, so we got to go to the tiebreakers.
1: We do need them. We're both three and three, right?
2: Four and four. I gave you two answers. I don't want to hear that. Listen. <laughs> if record. I am going to be so hot. I'm going to be so hot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to be so hot. <laughs> oh,
1: he's losing for sure. because
0: yeah, I
2: killed these ones too.
0: So which team has only won one playoff game since 1957?
2: What? We don't even get multiple choice. We got that <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> right, give me an answer. I want to make
0: it hard because it's a tiebreaker.
2: The Detroit the, Lions—they
1: ain't never won one.
2: No, they won one. That's what you said, right? They won one, one playoff game. One playoff game since 19. Detroit—that's my pick. Marquise, you better pick someone else. What else we got? Score? It, has <laughs> a, it has to be. It has to be an old ass team
1: too. It's 1957, bro. I had to
0: make it hard. I can't even you multiple choice because it's top rated
1: ew bro i'm confident with my pick i can't believe you didn't give us no options
2: bro this man gave us a game game hard one just yeah he's like, gotta be tough right you here. well you be, know it's not you'd like be a you can pick teacher. other teams like you sue process of elimination and you'd then don't a, pick detroit you'd
1: be a terrible team i mean terrible or uh, teacher like terrible
0: teacher, teacher. if i give insane. my test Whoa. and
2: that shit's fill in the blank
0: yeah. I'm, I'm thinking probably,
2: of a number between one and infinity go yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> that
0: definitely now was this question set up. I mean, you only got... I would say the Jags,
1: but the Jags hadn't even been around that long. And
0: Listen, they did win a Detroit playoff answer. game. That they did win. It.
2: But I'm sticking with Detroit. It has to be Detroit, because Detroit was bad with nah, Barry. you better not pick Detroit, bro. I don't want to hear it. No, nah, he can pick Detroit. Nah, don't do that.
1: That only won one playoff game? Since 1957. No, because
2: the Jags won with Saxonville. Stop.
1: Uh, It's not Atlanta. Houston. It Bro, could. did you just try no. Atlanta like that? <laughs> <laughs> I said it's not Bro, we've Atlanta. We've been
2: to two Super Bowls. It's not the
1: Cowboys. <laughs> not the Chargers.
0: Listen, y'all can pick the same
1: answer. That's all I'm going to say. It's not Oakland. Bro, I'm going to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I have to go to Detroit. Because Oakland was my only other answer. All right, so but that's like, the
0: ultimate tiebreaker right here. It was Actually, Detroit? It was. So, yeah, it was Detroit. Bro, exactly. and
2: I do it out the gates, bro. Oh, my God. I'm the GOAT.
0: So the ultimate, I'm the right? goat, bro. So what Motown singer oh, my tried out God. What, right the,
1: what kind of questions did you and I bet this ain't even
0: multiple choice either. It is. It's multiple, oh, it's multiple choice. My man went, what, what, Motel, what singer? <laughs> what Motown singer tried out for the Detroit Lions in 1970? Was it Lionel Richie, Rick James, Marvin Gaye, or David Ruffin?
1: I feel like if I don't get this right, this is disrespectful to the culture.
2: I'm literally going to, yo, I won this. I don't care. I'm not even answering this question. I win. Give me my
0: flowers. Hey, listen, you got both choices. <laughs> it's, well, not Lionel, it's not Lionel Richie. It's Dave not Ruffin Rick
1: James. Or Marvin Gaye. David Ruffin. It, it's either... I don't Did think... I Mar- it, there's there's no way is? it's Marvin Gaye, because Marvin Gaye is too busy making hits, so it got to be David Ruffin. Marquise, bro! <laughs> <laughs> is it? Oh,
0: what's y'all final answer? What's y'all final is, is answer? It's David Ruffin. Ruffin. Both of y'all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And... It's Marvin
1: Gaye ain't it. Marvin I'll Gay? win. Oh my off god. <laughs> I went off speed. Hey, I, I went off speed. Like, I was like, "Damn, I should say Marvin Gaye but I was like, no. Give us another question. We we tied up." No,
2: I went off speed, bro. I don't really need to look at another months question. Months right right the no. Question. And then you should have been
1: using the raise your hand thing on here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you say you should have been using the raise your hand.
1: Man, get out of here. Jeez. I said Marvin Gaye was too busy making hits, and it was Marvin Gaye. So I'm so mad.
2: Every team's entire franchise history. And then you're like, yeah, all right, it sounds good. Detroit. No, because I wanted to go. So at first... I then wanted you to go said there. Eli, and I immediately said they were tied. Uh,
1: There's some lame stuff right here. All right, so I got
2: another tough question, right? right, yeah, let's
1: do it. It better have multiple answers to it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it came out his mouth. He said, 1957, only one game. I said Detroit instantly. All right,
0: so... What year did the first Madden game come out? It was called John Madden Football. So you can either choose 1986, <laughs> 1988, 1989, or
2: 1991. 89, 86. This man said 86. I wasn't even a choice.
0: He said. Yeah, I did. It was
2: 88. Both of y'all are (laughs) on. He didn't even say 86, bro. He gave you three choices. You didn't even pick one. (laughs) All
0: right, next question. Oh man. 86. (laughs) Y'all got me coming out the bag with these questions. So this one might be easy. I
2: don't know if I want to ask that one. You gotta think. But he's Googling NFL trivia. (laughs) Yeah, he's thinking of something right now.
1: We can't finish on a tiebreaker. I'm going let you know that. So, on, I love you, true.
0: You? true or false, okay. did Champ Bailey ever win a Super Bowl? True. True. <laughs> Boy, listen, I'm about to slap both of y'all. That's right, is <laughs> it? Oh, It's false. Oh, my gosh. No, Champ didn't because Champ was there in that weird time. He left before and slapped both of y'all. I just barely came up back off the top of my head because I knew
1: yeah, no, I'm was, looking for questions. I'm looking Chant, for Chant was there at a bad. weird time. I forgot that. Cause they won with Shannon Sharp, what in the like the 90s when Shannon first got yes. to the league? Yeah. It was like 98. Was the week, because they beat the Falcons, false question, bro. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna ask
0: y'all another true or false question.
1: Come on, man. I mean ask us, us a multiple choice question or something, and just say we can't pick the same answer.
2: Oh, now we're gonna do that. So I'm gonna roll my clothes. That, that so sense, that's set one of y'all up, though. That set
0: one of y'all up. Um, I know um, the
1: listeners is blowing at this right now. <laughs> They want blown that we keep getting the same answer. And then they. All right, So right. You're Detroit
2: answer and your Peyton Manning answers. be B. This is but just that's not- an answer, answer.
0: You got to just get this right or wrong. I ain't no multiple choice. All, right. All right, bet. Let's do it. You got to know this one. All right, let's go. In 2019, Lamar Jackson became the second player in history to, be- to become the um, unanimous MVP. The Who was the first?
1: Ah, shit. First
2: unanimous MVP?
1: Uh huh. Peyton Manning. Peyton.
2: Manning. You bitch. No, what? y'all. Y'all can't pick first, the same answer this time. Well, I already locked in Peyton, so you gotta pick somebody else. What? It, the answer is Peyton. jeez pick
0: somebody
1: else? Who? <laughs> bro. It's I, somebody, I, yes. Bro. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna go. You, there's no, I'll go fucking Tom Brady for shits and giggles. Oh.
2: Ding, 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 ding.
0: Keith Scott. <laughs> it
2: was that 07 season. It was that 07 season.
0: So, um,
2: first pair oh, of man. man, I'm man you, y'all ain't even getting word of day. Y'all ain't even getting word of the day. Man, y'all figure this out. I'm out, bro. I'm out, bro. So it was 2010. This man rode my coattails the whole game. Are you kidding me?
0: Listen, man. I told you I had some tough questions Ooh, I mean, he probably didn't, he probably didn't know the answers and he was riding for the coattail <laughs> King me bro
1: King me we gonna have to have a we're gonna have to have a fan come on here. Uh, like an audience member and play me because y'all are hey, sorry.
2: This fans going to be
0: geek this week for this one, dying.
1: bro. Get y'all sorry. I was
2: up yeah. two on you. Y'all get sorry.
1: Get out of bro Y'all can't beat me in get this. Bro, y'all can't beat me, me in here. Madden. Y'all Yo, just going out get sad. Get
2: for the live tweets on this. Oh, my God. Y'all going
1: out
0: sad.
2: You man, you are Nick, the sorriest of we, all. We're we gonna, we gonna try to ease
0: attentions a little bit, Nick. Come hit us with the word of the day. <laughs> Loser.
2: <laughs> Big <laughs> mad. <laughs> Big mad. Anyway, my word of the day.
1: Big L <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, Shout out to Big L
1: Hey, For real, but that was like that halftime performance You know, remember the skull with the Patriots That's
2: what you was looking like Anyway <laughs> My word of the day is embrace change Alright, I've had oh, some big changes You should going on. not
1: embrace change Because you ain't never winning, but keep on <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, Embrace man. change uh, You know, I've gone through some big changes recently Um, life is going to keep coming. Life's going to keep coming. No matter what you do, what you think, whatever you prep for, life's going to keep coming at you. And it's how you can roll with the punches. It's what you can do to improve yourself every day, regardless of the obstacles that come your way. So always embrace change because life will not stop for you. Uh, You know, regardless of what you believe in, what you think, you know, um, there are certain things that are out of our hands and uh, all you can do is, is go with it. I yes, oh, definitely
0: sir couldn't agree with that anymore. I mean, we, we definitely can't be so stuck in our ways that we're not willing to conform to change. Like you said, things change on a constant basis. Um so we we definitely have to be a, be willing to conform to it, you know, adapt. That's that's the big thing I feel like. We definitely have to be willing to adapt to, you know, many different situations and not be so stuck in our ways because you know, we we tend to think that our way is the only way and it's the right way. So we definitely have to be willing to
2: conform
1: to change, and, you know, it can definitely make us a better person. For sure. Yeah, big shout-out to Nick. Them changes in like life. Jit got a new car. Ooh.
2: Got a new car, got a new place. You know. Yeah, that's make the, it, only, the
1: moves. only things he going to be winning because he can't get on this overtime <laughs> segment and win. That's for sure. For you sure. are so
0: sorry. <laughs>
2: Listen,
1: Nick. Hey, your best bet, though, is if I get on Madden right now and somebody beat me online, that's what you should pray for. Cause you ain't gonna beat me in this. You lucky I don't like,
2: got a PlayStation, cause I would smack
0: you. Man. Hey, dude, listen, do I got next week? Cause this would be fun to run back next week.
1: Bro, you got uh, next week. Nick, Nick, need to get a PlayStation, cause don't oh, yeah, nobody right, who plays sports games on the
0: Xbox. Let's be honest. Nick, I heard capping with the Xbox. He don't want to. He don't want to get beat, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. But this has been a couple forward with the guys. Keith, Nick. And Terrence. We I'm lighting your ass up on Twitter as speak.
1: Yeah. King king me you hear me <laughs> king me king overtime
0: hey y'all have a great night great it's morning society society
1: summer on this podcast <laughs>